Hi guys, and welcome back to another ITH podcast where today we are joined by Sideways Sid. Hello there. Sid, hello, how hello. are you? Yeah, good, good. Good. Ooh, um, good. Tim and I were chatting the other day and we thought we wanted to get you in mainly because all we do is watch videos of you sliding cars around. And we're like, we don't really know much about Sid. Who is Sid? Where's he come from? What's he doing? What cars has he got? That kind of thing. Like, what, what's he? Has he got a job in his spare time? I guess let's start from the beginning. Yeah. Um, where did your love of cars come from? Oh, it came from ever since I had a brain to develop to see cars, really. Um, parents were out on the road, always did road trips. Um, family was into cars. Dad, especially, workaholic, you know, doesn't do anything apart from just see cars. So I sort of grew the development from there. And then over time, just just loved everything. Toy cars, movies of cars. Just, yeah, grew an obsession. Just that's all it is. I'm a, I'm a sad person. I just like cars. I think the reason why everyone's listening to this and watching these kind of podcasts is because we all love cars. Yeah. We're all massive petrol heads. Or as some uh, people on the podcast we've had before, love electric cars. Yeah. Yeah. Great electric uh, podcast that we did uh, a few weeks ago. I really enjoyed it. It was good, wasn't it? I did, yeah. Got some bit of information out there. It was was a very informative podcast. It was. And I loved some of the comments (laughs) that people wrote. I'm never moving away from petrol, blah, blah, blah. All right, fine. Okay, so um, it's been, cars have been with you throughout your whole life. Um, and it's, of course, I suppose, as soon as you started driving, you were like, oh my God, this is amazing. What was your first car? Uh, my first car was a VW Up. Was nice. it? Yes. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, so it was a, a VW Up. And oh, I don't know, I'm trying to say stuff without getting into trouble, really. Um, oh, no, no, no. no. <laughs> it's all on private roads. Yeah, <laughs> ish. Well, I had that. I had that for a couple of years. And that was a high up, 75 horsepower. Right. And nice. uh, yeah, I loved Not it. Not even three figures. Love no, it. no. But five speed manual. It was a cool little car. It was just a cool first car. I just wanted something cheap and not to get something on a black box. So it's like you either have a nice car, like a polo or a golf, but then be banned with a black box. In which and case you we'd... wouldn't be able to have that, would you? No, no way. <laughs> well, I wouldn't have a license, really. Let's yeah. be honest. Yeah. Um, or just have a really slow car with no black box. So I had that. And um, it was. It was a new car at the time as well, which now I don't, well, they're relatively new, but it was a car that I ordered. It was the first car I ever ordered. And um, So your first car was a brand new car? Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. Because I was expecting Switch. Sid to be like, yeah, yeah, or like a, an old 205 battered or oh, whatever, but you were like, yeah. brand new Volkswagen up. I was like, fair play. I know, it's yeah. really sensible. I wanted like a, a Saxo at the time, but just where I live in Essex, well, half of them are all in trees and yeah, yeah just can't find anything decent. <laughs> the, other, the other half are burnt out at the side of the A127. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like most of them are. Or a 106 GTI, same philosophy. So I wanted yep. something old and French, but at the same time, I just got something German. And um, it grew, it, I grew a love with that up because it wasn't fast. It wasn't like the best handling car. It rolled around a little bit. But it was one of those cars that you could just get the most out of it with all of that power. And I just drove around like a complete yob in that thing. <laughs> just, but, but no one sort of knew that he was driving like a yob. You could just hear this three-cylinder thrum him away on the red line and it was just driving extremely slowly, <laughs> almost. <laughs> and then um, you couldn't turn the traction control and stability control off. So I remember Googling that and then ended up pulling the fuse. <laughs> so I pulled the fuse out. Lots of warning lights came up on it. Right. And then, um, yeah, lost ABS 
as well completely. Oh. I didn't know that until I've hit the brakes once <laughs> where a tractor pulled out and then and it's just locked, just locked up. up and I was like, what's oh going God. on? And then just pulled a handbrake luckily. So yeah, no, that was my first car. Right. And, I, I loved and you it. obviously enjoyed it. Yeah, loved it. I mean, it sounded like an old 911 which kind of got my obsession with Porsches earlier on. Okay, so well, we'll come on to that. Yeah, we'll but it's amazing, isn't it, how much passion you can have for your first car, whatever oh, that yeah. first car is. Like, for me, it was a, a really, really old, um, I think, 900 and something CC uh, 205 Peugeot. Nice. I loved it. Absolutely loved it. As you say, like, you have your fondest memories in that car. And, I mean, did you have any accidents in the up? No. No. no, no, no there you no, go. So no neither accidents. did I in the 205, actually. I was quite lucky. But it's always when you move on to the next car, that's usually when things start to get a little bit more interesting because yeah. you're pushing it a little bit more. You've probably added a few more CC. Like what, what was your first car? Well, it's a, my, my, my transition was quite a nice one because it went from a Rover 416 GTI. Wow. Mm. No, it was, it was the old, you know, the old saloon. had a sport pack, so it had a spoiler on the back, which was nice. <laughs> right. Uh, but it was an auto. Okay, but that was the old that was the old uh, 1.6 Honda, 123 horsepower thing. Oh, it was a joint development. It was, Honda, it, was yeah. it was a nice, it was a really nice thing, but it, it fell apart quite a lot and almost tried to kill me on a few occasions. But um, I sold that, and then I went from that front wheel drive automatic Rover. Uh, that's when I then went straight into um, a Mazda RX-7 FD. So your second car was an RX-7. That's was a, a was a was a, a, th- a was a 340 horsepower twin turbo rear wheel drive. Mazda RX-7. And you didn't bin it? No, I binned it once. Oh, there you go. I knew, I knew it was coming. I knew binned it, was it coming. once on the, um, uh, you probably know, the, the the road going through Basildon, uh, um, Cranes Farm Road. Yes, I know that yeah, very well. There's a big, it's near Dub Customs, actually. There's a um, there's a roundabout there, and there's usually lots of diesel on it, and it was very wet. And I went on the roundabout and went, oh, oh, no, 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 no. And I was just a passenger at that point and just went up and into a hedge. I spun my cane just, there. Yeah, exactly. Twice. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it makes me feel good about myself. So. Well, yeah, I suppose yeah. so. So, second car. Ah, oh, second car. Well, it was an interesting one because I loved my up and I didn't want to get rid of it. But my mum at the time, my dad surprised my mum with an Evoke because she was obsessed with Evokes. So my dad surprised her with it and he thought, hang on, she's got, at the time she had an X540D um, of the previous generation. And you thought, hang on, if I surprise her with an Evoke, I can then have the X5 and then buy an M5. And that failed miserably. <laughs> Absolutely miserable. She was just like, no, I don't want it. And then at the time, I was I was a teacher teaching kids at a, a tuition, but I was in like A-level, so I was like sort of teaching oh, okay. kids. So it was sort of my first job. Bad job, but it was, yeah, a job. So then at the time, we had it. And then it was like, well... Either you have it, but you got to pay for it, but it means getting rid of you up. And yeah. I went, I quite like the up. I quite like the up, but I'll have it. So I had it. All, I'm one of these guys. I always live beyond my means. So all the money I had, I just went on this evoke. And I had, I had that for a year. And you know what? It was actually all right. Yeah. It wasn't too bad. It was a dynamic diesel. Okay. And it had the bucket seats like you get in the Jag F-Type. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, nice. I quite like the Evoke. It's I'm a cool quite, car. Yeah, and, uh, was it a three-door or five-door? Five-door. Oh, right. It was red leather, gunmetal grown the outside, gunmetal grey wheels. That sounds quite nice. It was all right. <laughs> it was running on off-road tyres, so you can make it move around a little bit. It drove <laughs> the, like a... The only person who's, matter, yeah. who's trying to get an Evoke sideways. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pulled a fuse out on that one as well. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, no, it was an interesting... It drove like a big... A big fiesta which it was really mm. 
engaging to drive. But at the same time, this was what, 2013, it was it was a pretty popular car. Everybody wanted an Evoque. Yeah. It was just waiting lists at the time and they were going for a premium. So in the end, when I got rid of it, I actually made profit, which was the only nice. car I ever made profit. <laughs> and that was it. Well, talking about cars that have kind of held their value, if we skip forward a few a few years, or I'd probably not even that, but when did you buy the GT4? So you've got a Porsche GT4. Came in, yeah. Yeah, it came in GT4. When, when did you get that? So, well, the, the one I'm driving now, did you have one before? I then? had one before. I had a black Cayman GT4. Okay. The obsession started when, um, at the time, I was working with Dub Customs, and uh, we went out to do some stickers for Shmi 150. And Tim, at the time, had a Cayman GT4. Mm-hmm. And he was doing a few skids in it, and then he went, why don't you jump in and have a few skids in it? And I went, yeah, all right, I'll go in it. Drove it and then just drove around sort of the outskirts of the Nurburgring and then just completely fell in love with it. And that was the first one, the black one I had. And it was going for a premium at the time, like a like a big premium, like nearish nearish a hundred grand. Yeah. And at the time it was just stupidity. It was just I've got to find a GT four, I don't care what it is, I just want a GT four. Found this GT four, had had no nav, had no Bluetooth, it was just the most pov spec car <laughs> on Northern Irish plates. It was just a dodgy car. Like, really? Yeah, it was dodgy. And um, Did you pay well over for yeah, it? Yeah, well over. To the point where it was like, right, I need to get rid of this quick. In which case, it went. Right. So that went and then came back into one a year later, which was... So were you, just, were you just missing it so much that you just, yeah, wanted, just, I just missed wanted another so, one? Yeah, just wanted another one. Just wanted another one. At the time, it, I struggled to keep it, like afford it. It was, it was more of everything all my money's going out and i might have a hundred quid left just for fuel yeah just to drive it which won't get you far in a gt4 and then um a year later after a few other cars um i was back in another one yellow came in gt4 which is the one kind of i suppose everybody knows you for now yeah that is the car that everybody knows me for because i've done quite a few stupid stuff in it and how many miles have you managed to put on that because you seem to drive it a fair bit yeah i've done well you say that, but I don't think I've driven it a quite a fair amount, if I'm honest. I did, I've done 4,000 miles in a year now. Oh, that's, so oh, over that's a year. not much. Yeah, okay. It's not much, but I've, if I'm going to go out for a drive, I want to go out for a proper drive. I don't want to drive it to the shops because it's not really that type of car. Either. You don't want to drive it in London. It's manual. The clutches are quite heavy and yeah. it just scrapes everywhere. It hasn't got nose lift. So if I go out for a proper drive, I want to go out for a, a proper, proper drive. So like a drive to Goodwood or Arena Essex on a drift day which is not where you find a Cayman GT4 at, at all. <laughs> no. I've seen some of the videos that you put up and I'm just like, this is insane. Where did the love of, I suppose, car control come from? Because quite a lot of people um, would get in a car and go, oh, that, that, we'll leave that stability on, we'll leave the traction on because the manufacturers have put that there for a reason. Whereas you're pulling out fuses, to try and make these things, you know, do things that they probably weren't really designed to do. I mean, maybe in, in respect the the GT4 was kind of designed as a yeah, bit of a yeah. car, but most people are trying to get quick lap times. You're just trying to go sideways everywhere. Yeah. Where, where did that kind of obsession come from? So in my teens, so when I was like 14, 15, YouTube was growing into like Evo. Evo was, you know, at the time doing lots of crazy videos. And I was just obsessed of cars going sideways because you'd watch a Top Gear film, whether it was, Clarks and Hamlin may actually driving the stunt drives. You just see this car in action, how it handles. And Hanley's got nothing to do with the way it drifts, but because it looks so cool on camera, it just looks pretty. But where the obsession really came from was the Chris Harris videos. That's what 
actually ended up make, well that's how I started my channel because it was just the obsession of just watching Chris Harris on cars when he was on YouTube at the time yeah. and you're just watching pulling these stupid angles in a car and you just think this is cool this is so cool so where did you and this is a very dangerous question for me to ask but where did you learn how to drive as well as you can drive so I'm guessing there's a bit of um, trial and error there's trial and error mostly error right a lot of error um, <laughs> but most of it I started off in a safe place it was on a game on a PlayStation oh really okay. so I literally had a steering wheel Gran Turismo at the time and just learn to do skids. And then you just, you know, and watching Tiff Nadell power slide tricks. So it is um, it is possible to play... Uh, you're right with your coffee, Tim. If you listen, it's just, just enormous. Way, Tim has this huge, massive, great it's Starbucks massive. coffee. I've been drinking it for the last half an hour. It's incredible. I'm surprised you're not bouncing off the walls. Is it finally finished? It's done now. He's finished I'm his done. coffee. Congratulations. I'm now um, awake. <laughs> so it is possible to play PlayStation, Xbox, whatever, with a wheel and actually kind of understand and learn car control. Yeah, to get the basics. Obviously, you know, fear factor and that stuff doesn't exist. You can't yeah. just hit replay in real life and just go, oh, I've just crashed and died. Yeah, yeah. We'll just start again. You can't do that. But you can get the basic sort of techniques done. So learning okay. to catch a slide, you know, learning to understand a car. Do you get enough feedback? Because I find if I am driving aggressively and I'm kind of provoking the back to go out a bit, do you do you get that enough on a game? You can. You sort right. of have to judge it. I mean... Racing games now have just come such a long way. And I'll, I'll never forget when I drove a 458 for the first time and then driving a 458 in a Gran Turismo game. And I'll, I remember saying to a friend of mine who was helping me film at the time, this drives literally like the one in Gran Turismo. Mm. And, I'm, and I'm not like really? joking, like seriously. So you do get that sort of feedback and you just That's think, cool. holy crap, this is, yeah, it is pretty much surreal. But obviously, so if you are playing PlayStation, Xbox, whatever, and you've got a wheel and some pedals, yeah. just start actually, it out. Yeah, you, you, you can learn. That's some a safe real way stuff. of learning. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. you know you need budget and going out. And of course, there's you know there's not a racetrack every corner and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. So start. It's a very very cheap way of kind of learning a bit of car control. Doing, yeah, and, literally. Well, it's funny. I mean, they, they, um, Nissan do it, don't they, for their um, driver academy thing? Yeah. They they start people on Playstations. Yeah. Well, um, the current he's a one of the GT drivers, isn't it? Um, Jan. Jan Marlborough, I think his that's name it. Is. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. Because right. he, he won. He started out by winning the GT Academy, which is they start out and they whittle people down on PlayStations. Yeah, and they go through that whole process, and then you eventually get into a car, and it's like a, a full-on competition. Yeah. And he, but he's that was years and years ago, and he's now a full-on Le Mans driver. Le Mans driver. Do you still play? Games? Yeah, 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 yeah. Literally um, every now and then when I get a bit of time, just love going on, just play. Play PlayStation, have a bit of a laugh. That's sort of where my route started. So, yeah, so you started on the games, and then you one day you went, well, let, let's just take this to the road and see what happens. Yeah. And so what I, did happen? I got behind the wheel at a very early age. So I managed to get my mistakes out way before I had a license. Right. And I just started out with parents' cars. Not really cars that you should drift in <laughs> at all. And yeah, anything with a handbrake? No, nah, not even that. Not even that. Just, just well, because wheels. That's it. Really, it's quite yeah. interesting. Like I see, I see the way you drive, and I'd, I'd love to be able to drive the way you, you do in your videos. Um, you really do. When you go into a corner, if you want to slide around that corner, you really do kind of throw it in, throw it back to basically just what unbalance the car. Yeah, it depends on the situation. Also, also depends on the car, because some of the cars that I've tried to do pull angles, 
a lot of them really don't like it. So a few weeks back, I had my hands on a Audi RS3 saloon, a car that everybody famously goes understeer. And they do, they do understeer for a little bit. And it's not like, it's not that bad. And we thought, oh, let's just do it. Let's Let's try and skid it. And you just sort of have to, a car like that, you can't do it under throttle because it's a Haldex four-wheel drive system. It's quite front-biased. So it's one of those cars that you sort of have to do lift-off oversteer or just scandy flick it, like a literally a Randy drive technique. And right. I remember just going in first time, first go, on the brakes, quite fast into a corner, camera guy in the corner as well, all waiting for it. And we thought, is this going to understeer? Is this, this going to be one of these calls where I phone up Audi UK and go, I'm sorry. really sorry. <laughs> yeah, really sorry. Or are we actually going to make it? And it just went out completely, absolutely out. Oh, and nice. I just went, wow, that's really cool. <laughs> and then, yeah, so it's one of the, I try and take cars which don't like sliding and slide them. So even Porsche GT cars, they're not really cars you meant to slide, they're track weapons. But yeah. it's just nice to take something that's not meant to do it and then you try and do it. Well, I mean, I can remember the first time I drove a GT4, it was up at, um, we went up to see Dean at Redline. And uh, he let us loose in a GT4. And I just remember going around the first roundabout, not literally hardly any throttle, just came to come off the roundabout. And I ended up literally going around the roundabout twice, just completely sideways. Not really by any means that I, I wanted to, just because it kind of happened. And I went, oh yeah. my God, amazing. So I just gave it a little bit more throttle. It was so, so perfectly balanced. It was giving, we, yeah. but it was, it was allowing, because I was in the passenger seat, it, it was allowing you a good half an arm of, of, yeah. of lock before yeah, yeah, it even got, does Before like it was chip, chipping in with, yeah. yeah. And it, you were just like, yeah, yeah. No, I wasn't in the car. I was following. I was following in a 458. But I wasn't even, I didn't even mean to let the back end break away. It just, with cold tyres, it just wanted to slide about. It was just like, I just want to slide about. I presume it was running slicks at the time. So yeah, when they're cold, literally, you just yeah have a little bit of a play. And they are sweet on the limit. They only get a little bit nasty when, you know, if it's a hot summer's day and the tyres are really sticky and then you start, you really have to then throw it into a car. Oh really? It does actually provide a lot of grip. Yeah, a lot of grip. They are sticky on a hot day. But on a cold day like today, brilliant. Just slide it about. It's brilliant. Well, we'll, t- we'll talk about what car I might potentially buy next year in a second. Um, so with, with that, then you kind of we've gone from, I suppose, your first buying of cars to uh, starting to slide around your parents' cars. Uh, I'm sure you've had a few offs. Oh, yeah. What's, what's been some memorable offs? It, it will always be the first one. Right. Which And what was the story behind that? So my mum at the time had a brand new Merc C-Class. This is what, 2011. Oh, yeah god brand new and my parents aren't really like normal parents they'll they sort of just go right can you just move that and like you know they don't really care about whether you have a license or not just just do it just just move it could you just move it out of the way and i like, right, cool and at the time i was playing angry birds and i was reversing <laughs> out and then i thought in my stupid mind that if i did a j turn <laughs> out of the driveway it'd be all right where, so where did Angry Birds come into this? I don't. I was sort of halfway through Angry Birds, paused. To drive a car? To drive a car. Right. On the phone to a mate and then said, hang on one minute. And then just randomly, bizarrely decided to, to just do, do this data On the driveway, which ended up going across the street into next door neighbour's driveway, <laughs> into their house. You actually hit their house? Yeah, yeah went in their bedroom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, went in their bedroom. <laughs> Yeah, completely. Yeah, yeah. It was You're bad. not taking the mickey. This is a no, true no, no, story. No, 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 this is true. And at this point, you were how old? 
Or should we not say? Uh, <laughs> For legal reasons. No, no, no. I was 14. <laughs> You're 14. Yeah, I was you did 14. a J-turn in your mum's brand new Merc and you went yeah. into next door's bedroom. A day old, yeah. <laughs> and I'm guessing that in is... terms of damage quite a bit. Yeah, for yeah. both the bedroom and the car. Well, the car wasn't too bad, actually. Um, a lump of 4B2 went straight through the windscreen. Literally. <laughs> As you do, you have one of them in your yeah, bedroom. Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> but it must have been an A-frame in the house. I don't know where it came from, but I oh just remember... Oh, my God, so you hit it hard. I hit it pretty hard. Like, kept my foot in it. <laughs> and just kept going. Oh, and to, I don't know what... To Jay turn the car, you've got, you've got to have some speed. Yeah, right? yeah, Not yeah, that yeah. you would have known that already, but I'm guessing well, you yeah, just I, poofed I, it. I sort of seen videos online and I, I thought, that. get up to speed, flick it, but then it, the distance... Yeah, mum, watch this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, watch this. Bang, literally. And, and what, was, what was the aftermath of that then? Like, did, Well, it got, it got repaired. Right. But... It, what, both the car and the bedroom? Yeah, yeah. the bedroom right. and the car... I got a bollocking. I'm sure. I got such a bollocking. I don't think I... My mum would never let me out in a car again in my life. <laughs> well, they, let me, they kept letting me out afterwards. They right. sort of just went, oh, you made a mistake. Well, no, I, just, my, well, I got a bollocking I love that, afterwards. oh, you made a mistake. Like, I get, I'd get, a, oh, you made a mistake if you accidentally hit no, a cricket it, ball through a, a greenhouse window. <laughs> no, it plowed into someone's bedroom no, in there a was, car there, owned there by was your mum as a day old. And, there was a lot of effing and blinding and it still goes on to this day when we sort of have an argument and go, remember when you went straight through that house? You... T- <laughs> Yeah, 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 literally. Yeah. So it still goes on to that day, but yeah, okay. that was that was bad. Yeah, that's a memorable off. I, I, that's a good one to start on. Any others? Um, I'm sure there's loads. Here. Pick oh. out maybe one other of your favourites. My favourite, my absolute favourite one was last year, where no, 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 it wasn't last year. It was this year, and we had some really bad snow during March, February time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And I was in a Merc V class bus, <laughs> and. Right. We had some really bad snow. It was it, it started snow early hours of the morning, and this dual carriageway was snow white. Literally, you wouldn't have known it was a dual carriageway. And there was me flying down at fifty mile an hour, la 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 la, snow hailing down like everything. And then all of a sudden, I forgot that there was a roundabout. So you know, Dukes of Hazard. Yeah. I swear to you, that's just what you happened. Straight yeah, up. straight over. But it was just a big explosion of snow. <laughs> like a massive explosion of snow. And then I sort of landed. Luckily, the the van was all right. Everything was okay because the snow sort of softened the effect. If it was literally no snow, it would, I would have just broken wishbones and bumpers mm. and it would have just been really terrible. But as I landed, I'll never forget it. There was a gritting lorry and there was these guys sort of getting ready to grit the lorries and there was a couple of them. They just looked and I just went... <laughs> morning <laughs> and just went on but that was that was sort of a you know you didn't I didn't I was completely oblivious I just thought and then just sort of went over and kind of just went oh we just jumped but I, yeah that was that was bad that was a that just was a, a, little, a little yeehaw and off you go yeah, yeah that was a, that was a I mean yeah like a two ton van in wow, the air nice. over a roundabout well, that's, that's good yeah you're saying that, you know, that, that it didn't do any damage to the van because they're designed for Heavy, heavy, heavy duty work. Yeah, exactly. So, so there's rear suspension, front suspension. It's gonna, it'll be able to take a decent yeah, it can knock. Take, like yeah, that. if it was a car, it's yeah, yeah it would have been one of those things where you stop and all the wheels fall off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, one of those ones. I suppose this, the next one wasn't. It's not exactly a crash, but it was one of those ones that sort of gained a, a social media popularity because I, I have, I still have a Fiesta ST, and. Um, I thought it'd be cool because you see it in like Motor Trend and Evo, these jumps of Jeffro Bogdan jumping a car. Mm-hmm. And I thought, I know the video you're referring yeah. to now. Yeah. I went, I could do that. I could do that. And there was this um, 
it was this private road I think it was private and um, <laughs> there was this little hump and I thought That's I'll enough. jump yeah. I'll jump it so I got a few mates around. I said could you just like get a shot of that and he went alright cool so I went over at 60 and then just built, kept your way on, up. built my way up to a speed I won't say to the point where it did go up in the air and it was in the air for quite some time and as it landed sparks and literally I, at the time I wasn't happy I said no we need to do this again we need to do this again my well, even after the sparks yeah even then I, was, I wasn't satisfied I was just like no we need to go faster we just need to go faster and then my mate's like you can't go faster I said what are you, what are you talking about shut up we need to do this again I went no you, you literally can't and I went why? And then I looked and I just went, there was oil all oh, over. Oh, no. Well, did you <laughs> hit the sump or something? Yeah, I hit the sump. Yeah, I punctured the sump. Wow. Yeah, so... Um, yeah. That's nice. going back to what I was saying, I suppose. Some of the things you do with these cars aren't quite... They're not quite designed. No, no, they're not designed to, to do that, no. <laughs> well, with that in mind, uh, well, I want to chat about um, what you do for a living uh, other than the kind of YouTube stuff. But uh, cars that aren't designed for doing some of the things... You obviously get lent quite a lot of press cars, like you were talking about the Audi, and you're doing all these skids and stuff. Yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> well, I'm starting to wonder the same. What, what, how are these guys letting you borrow? They obviously know if you come along with a guy called Sideways Sid. Yeah, that's fine. You have a GT3. There's no worries. Mm. Don't spank it, though. Okay, yeah, fine. Have you ever given a car back to a press department and they've gone, oh, my God, we've seen the video or we've seen... What have you done? Yeah, well... I try and be honest and straight, be upfront and go, look, in case you haven't seen the videos, this is what I do. This is what we're going to do. I hope exactly. you're all right with it. Yeah. Mm. If they go, no, we won't let you do it. Okay, cool. We'll just do, a... I've done sensible reviews sometimes. And mm -hmm. um, no, seriously, I'll, I won't do it. But sometimes there is a miscommunication and they go, yeah, go on, Sid. Yeah, just. Just as long Have as it fun. comes back, that, yeah. as long as it comes back in one piece, we're fine about it. And then they see the video, and then they just go, "What the f?" What's really? Going? Yeah, yeah. But you, which cars does that happen with? Uh, I can say this because I've been banned from um, a <laughs> Fiat, a Bath, one two four Spider. Right. Uh huh. That was the first. So they won't let you borrow any cars anymore. Nah, no, no. That, really? That's the end. Sadly. No way. They banned you. Well, they they lent me. I don't, I don't want to be on a negative ramp, but they lent me the car which was a one, two, four, a bath. And then we took it to the Peak District because we thought we need to do something different. I'm pretty late to the car because the Abarth's been around for what, 18 months, well, two years now. Mm -hmm. So I thought we've got to do something different. Talk about it being a nice B-road car. And the video was pretty sensible. But at the same time, we thought, well, we'll just throw in a few skids just to make it exciting because, you know, that's what, we, that's what I do. So we did it. And to be honest, that is one of the most sensible reviews out there. Like, <laughs> no, seriously, on like, no rubbish. Seriously, it was good. And, um, in the end, they they got the ump. They got the rice ump about it. Really? Yeah, they didn't like it. Is this like the it. car that you've just had? Yeah. The video yeah. video's going out tonight. Is it? We might need to re-edit it. Is it the one I had? <laughs> yeah, the, no, no, the, I've got the, the 124 GT. Oh, okay, so cool. the carbon hardtop one. Oh, nice. But that's, yeah, I had that a few weeks back. And that's going up tonight. I suppose. I suppose a lot of these companies are they want to um, uh, promote sensible driving, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But also, they're creating a sports car which should be driven... In yeah. a sporty manner, maybe not quite to your sporty <laughs> degree, but um, nonetheless, uh, I didn't realise you were banned, but that, that's funny. Uh, yeah. And I guess there's probably other manufacturers who have gone, okay, um, thanks for doing that. I think they sort of just look and then they go, okay, and, and just sort of just, but some of them are absolutely like fine with it. They just go, look, brilliant, you know, as long as it's legal. 
yeah. and it's safe, you know, and you go on a track, which I've, I've taken cars onto track and we do. Yeah, great GT3 of, video. Yeah, so exactly. thank you very much. Yeah, yeah, well, that's yeah, that the cool. highlight mm. of this year for me was the, the, the GT3 because, yeah. um, you know, Porsche, oh, just Porsche car, GT cars are just oh, phenomenal. But, uh, that's, yeah. That was phenomenal. Something I, was, I wanted to briefly touch on is, is the, you know, the, the whole closed road, private road, public road kind of aspect to it. Because that GT3 video, I mean, it's wonderful. I've really enjoyed watching it move around a lot. And, you know, it's fantastic. But I mean, you know, there's there's some lovely cinematic drone shots of you. I mean, and it's showing you going sideways on a public Welsh is it a Welsh road? I guess in Wales or something was it somewhere? It, uh, beachy head it was. Beachy head, yeah, yeah. So I mean, they are some quite. It's showing that you are going sideways and driving in a slightly hooliganistic manner on the public road. Do you, do, you ever, do you ever worry about the fact that the way things are going with the police and how social, how media, and social stuff, media and things, do you, have, do you does it worry that sometimes that there might be some repercussions coming from someone watching that in the police, maybe? Yeah. Yes and no. Yes, in the sense of, I know my right mind, you shouldn't really be doing it. Mm. But then there are thousands of publications as I'm sure you know, yeah, I mean that's you it. Do the same thing. Evo show them going sideways in down around the Evo Triangle. That there's that one bend, isn't there? Yeah, uh, Black they, Mountains Pass. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. The, that, you know, and they are every single car they've tested there has been going sideways around that that corner, and it's clearly not closed. So oh, yeah, yeah. But uh, it's it's a I mean it's a broader question. You know, is it something that's going to have to end up changing that you can't do it on the public road because I, uh, the police are starting to get a bit more nervous about those things. It's it's all about, I mean. You're doing it to show, to demonstrate what the car can do. Hmm. We don't want to demonstrate what people should do in the car, you know. So That's a good I way think, of it. yeah, hmm. it's it's just it's just our way of because you're trying to make a video look good and you're trying to demonstrate what the car can do, not necessarily as in right guys, this is what you should do with a car. Go out there and do it. So, but it does worry me a little bit because hmm. you do think because I do get people DMing going sending me videos of going, this is what I'm doing in a car. You just go, oh God, what am I doing? Because you, you're like, no, I don't want, oh, God forbid, I don't want anybody to get hurt with the enthusiasm of going out doing what I do because I've, mm. I'll admit some of the stuff I've done well, yeah, is stupid. Yeah, you know? I'd probably agree as well, but we've all driven a bit. Of course we are, Enthusiastically yeah. at times. But yeah. it, it, you could say the same, you know, watching Grand Tour, Top Gear, whatever. Mm. If they're out doing a road trip and all of a sudden, you know, they, they well, kind hey. of lose the back end a bit. Is that promoting bad drive or bad bad driving? Depend, it all depends how fast you're going. Yeah. Like if you're going sideways at twenty miles an hour, well, what's the worst that can happen? Let's, let's be. You'll end up broadside. And you might spin oh. if you hit something. It's not going to be. No one's going to die hmm. unless you hit a cap or something. But you know, nothing's. <laughs> it all depends on how fast you go. If you're going yeah. really silly to the point where you could just see trees turning green and it turns into like some sort of green screen yeah and yeah it is a bit out of order but a bit of a flick come on yeah like, exactly there's, there's worse stuff going on in the world yeah, there's yeah. way there, there more worse stuff is. going on yeah. you know people you know people there's horrible things going on so hmm. me doing a skin on a public road i don't think the police would bother at the same time though i wouldn't i wouldn't advise anyone to do it please, yeah please don't don't do don't there do you go. You home. heard it. From there we go. Yeah, the don't yeah. do this at home. Just, just before we wrap up, um, I just wanted to talk quickly about uh, jobs, um, mainly because any YouTuber, people are like, "What does he do to be able to afford that? How's he? Has he got rich parents? 
Has his dad bought him the car? Is it his dad's car? What's he done? He's got loads of money in the bank. Sid, what is it that you do? How do you make money? You were on CBeebies. Yeah, we'll see, we'll see for a little bit. Yeah, so presenter. Yeah, so I did. <laughs> I got to watch out. <laughs> yeah, nah, don't you worry. Um, I st- well, it was it was all sorts. I just I've I've had so many different jobs, but the career I've always wanted to go down to was YouTube. But mm-hmm. at the same time, you've also got to face reality. It so doesn't, it, yeah, pay that well. No, it doesn't pay that well at all. Um, unless you've got millions and millions of subscribers. So I've done all sorts, really. So I've, I've worked for a dealership. I've teached at a school. I've done taxiing. I've done chauffeuring. Or I would camera. hate to get in the back of your car if <laughs> you're a taxi <laughs> driver. Chauffeuring. <laughs> it's, it's literally for YouTube. In, right. in the real world, I'm not really that bad. Okay. Um, done all sorts, like career work. Done career work the other week. Amazon parcels. I just do Amazon parcels. Yeah, yeah, literally. So, yeah. So uh, I do all sorts. Like I try and just duck and dive on the side as well as doing YouTube. I'd want to do YouTube in the future, but then the problem is, is if you then settle to a nine to five job five days a week, you've sort of just blown yourself out of the water. So I try and make myself as flexible as possible. It's mm. not easy. It's a struggle. Um, hence why I do all sorts. I'm doing man yeah. and van removals at the minute. Bought myself oh, yeah. transit the other the other week. Yeah. But I suppose with that variety, it's quite interesting, isn't it? You yeah. get you get to meet lots of different people. You get to do lots of different things. Yeah, it, it's it's different, and um, it gives you a, a different perspective of reality in life. And then you think, well, this is where I want to go. This is where actual people want to go. How do I try and balance the two? Mm. And it's and it's difficult. I think it's variety is key in jobs. Yeah. And, and as you know, I suppose it's kind of the same for me. And I've got to say again, well, we have to say again, uh, thank you so much to BOTV for letting us come into their lovely offices again and film mm. this podcast. If you don't know anything about BOTV, uh, link in the description below. If you're watching on YouTube, if you're not and you're listening to this, BOTV.com. Those guys give away a dream car every single week and a lifestyle prize every single week as well. So make sure you go check them out. You never know, because it's my job to go and surprise the winners. You could be winning a car next week and have me turn up on your doorstep. That's probably not. That's the booby prize, me turning up. But the real prize <laughs> is obviously your brand new car. And there's, they've got 200 cars in the lineup and you can play anywhere in the world as well. So um, mm-hmm. definitely go and check BOTB out. Sid, um, just literally the last thing. Um, yeah. Let's just say, hypothetically, if somebody wanted to buy an amazing car uh, for... They've got a budget of 80 grand. That's pushing it. Um, and they love Porsches. Or kind of any car that could potentially do a bit of sideways stuff. What would you buy? You know, what I'm going to say GT4. GT4. Yeah, came in GT4. Right. Watch I this space. Do it. Just do it. <laughs> I was just, I just love the Boxer Spider. I just think it looks wicked. The Boxer Spider is a good car, and I think in the future they'll be more special and more desirable than the GT4. But it, it it's all personal preference. Do you, I mean, okay. do you really want a convertible? I mean, you you look at my hair. Think of the amount of some, um, the so... amount of time though you'd, you'd spend messing with your hair if you drove a box to spider. You spend enough time messing with your hair as it is. <laughs> I mean, you <laughs> you'd be in this car that yeah, you, all right, you keep all sticking right. straight to it. It'd end up looking like Sid's hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's just literally <laughs> a mess constantly. You, you need a convertible. Slaphead, best way. 
Right. Well, there we go. And on that note, uh, Sid, thank you very much for coming in. <laughs> hopefully, um, people watching and listening to this gets a little bit more of an insight into your life. Yeah. And uh, hopefully, we won't see you locked up in jail next week nah. uh, for saying some of the things. <laughs> and hopefully, you've said. other people as well. Hopefully, yeah. other people, yes. Yeah. As we said, we, please do not drive the way Sid drives on no. any kind of public road. It is. I'm, uh, I'm doing this for you guys, so I'll take the hit. Yeah. Um, yeah Sid yeah. does it. He crashes. He does it so, so you don't, don't have to. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Sid, thank you so much. Again, Cheers. guys, please thank do um, go and check out botb.com. And um, if you haven't already subscribed to the In the Headlights uh, YouTube channel, please do. Uh, we've got loads more videos coming. Tim's already reviews a couple of uh, reviewed a couple of cars that are yes. going on the channel very, very shortly, if not uh, already by the time you watch this. So please go check out the videos. Make sure you subscribe, and we'll see you again very soon. Cheers for now. Bye-bye. Thank you.